This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 274 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. This tip is sponsored by FeedXL. Visit them at FeedXL.com. Enjoy today's tip. Hi, Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we're very excited to have back with us our friend Darlene Newman. And of course, she doesn't need much of an introduction. She is the star of the PBS show Equitrekking. And she does that show about traveling all over the world, riding in different places, and doing all kinds of cool stuff. And Darlie comes on with us every once in a while to give us travel tips. And we thought, since it was coming on to fall and winter, a lot of people like to go to warmer places in the wintertime and do some riding. Well, that's uh, part part of what we're talking about today is is the vacations and how to pick them. So we're going to bring Darlie on here shortly to talk about that. But first, I want to talk about your horse. And, you know, you need to keep your horse healthy. And one of the things that we always worried about as horse owners is, are we feeding them right stuff? Are we giving them the right supplements? Are we giving them too much or too little? Well, you can find all of that out at FeedXL.com. FeedXL does all the smart stuff that it takes to formulate and balance a horse's diet. It takes all the science and math that a doctor of equine nutrition learns and makes it all super easy and fun for you to use. Just plug in a few simple details to see if your horse is having his nutritional requirements met. It's sort of like having your own personal equine nutritionist. You can, uh, using the details about your horse, it only takes a couple minutes, you ha- head on over to FeedXL, you fill in the details about what he's, what your horse is currently eating now, his, his weight, and all of the d- details about your horse, and they do some calculations, and they give you some nifty charts and graphs to read uh, all about whether your horse is having... Uh, too much of something or too little of something, the excesses and deficiencies in his diet. You can find that all out by going to FeedXL.com, and you can feel confident that you're feeding your horse the right stuff from then on. And, you go, of course, you can go back and check it as his needs uh, change over a period of time. You can just re-enter some of the information, and you can keep an eye on him or her uh, going forward. So check on FeedXL.com, put in the information, and learn about your horse's nutrition. And now let's say hi to Darley. Well, hi, Darley, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Hi, Glenn. How are you? Good. So you're in country right now. <laughs> it's always fun to talk to you uh, when, when we actually can, and you're not in the middle of a desert someplace. I know. So, you know <laughs> we... It's a little harder out there, <laughs> out there in the field. We have a, uh, I don't know if you've ever met him either, we have an expert that comes on Horse Tip Daily, and I just recorded some tips with him the other day, and he's a delightful man by the name of Scott Trees. He's a professional photographer and one of the most well-known in the world, mm. uh, in the horse world, and he travels the world all the time. He's never home. But he comes on, every time he gets home, he emails me and says, let's do some more tips. He does photography tips. And he has traveled the most exotic places. One of the gigs he has is actually photographing all the rooms of the palace in in uh, Dubai. Oh, cool. He was hired to do that, and he goes over there for six months at a time because the place is, like, miles big. It's taken him years now to photograph every wall, every room in the palace. Isn't that a cool job? Yeah, that sounds neat. I have to go look that one up. <laughs> I want so, to see the palace. <laughs> so anyway, um, so how are we going to help people with, uh, with equestrian travel today? Well, I think... 
a lot of, I got asked a lot, you know, where can I go where my spouse or family or, you know, my kids who aren't really riding much yet, where can I go that they can enjoy? Where the horse husband won't complain the whole time, in other words? Yeah. I think, and it's so interesting. There are so many places out there and people just aren't aware of them um, that you can actually go and, and make your whole group happy, which is hard to do when you're traveling in general or taking any kind of vacation. But there are places that will suit riders and non riding companions. So I thought we'd talk a little bit about those. Cool. I'm ready. Because I'm the horse husband, you know. Okay, so where do you want to go, Glenn? Uh, do you want to go to Hawaii, Spain, Ireland, all of North those. Carolina? <laughs> all of the above. Let's start in Hawaii, everybody's favorite place. Well, the, you know, the Big Island is great, and so is Maui, actually. You can go to either place and do an equestrian vacation. We have two self-drive tours, so you can actually um, stay at a resort and do different rides during each day. And what I think is good is is when you're on Hawaii in general, as you know, it's, there's horseback riding, but there's so many other I was going to say there's activities. lots to do. Probably people know less about the horseback riding than anything else. I know. Yeah. And, I mean, you, you can go surfing. You can uh, take surf lessons. You can go hiking. You can lots sit by golf. the pool. Swim with the, oh, we did um, outrigger canoeing, which was amazing when we were there. Um, and just there's so many different things. So I think that's a good place where you can combine interests. And who doesn't want to go to Hawaii? And now, when you ride there on those vacations, can you actually ride on the volcanoes and stuff? Oh, yes. That's actually one of my favorite rides is on Maui. You can ride into Haleakala Crater. So you ride into the crater of a volcano. Wow. And, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's a once-in-a-lifetime ride. And you, you are covering a lot of ground on that ride, and the elevation changes quickly. So I think it's a good one to actually be on horseback for. I mean... A lot of these are, but that one, the horses are so fit. I mean, you try and try and hike in and out of that canyon, and I'm like, that's going to be some hard work. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> now, you, so, you, and that's one you've done actually on uh, equitracking as well. Yeah, we we filmed actually we filmed on both islands. And what's neat about Haleakala too is one side is the volcano, and then on the other side, it's a national park. There's an area of rainforest. And we went to the other side as well. It's in Kipahulu. It's very remote. You have to you can drive the road to Hana, which has like hundreds of curves on it, which we did really early in the morning and I felt really sick <laughs> <laughs> because we were driving so fast trying to get to this place they were riding and I once we got there I was so happy to be, you know, going through the rainforest and just getting some fresh air. <laughs> But that's another fun one because it's totally different than the other side of the park. So you see something that's different. You know, you're in TV. You always see these adventure shows with the with the the, you know, the star of the show trying to climb the mountain and everything. And then I think about the poor sucker cameraman who's even <laughs> out there further, who he really has a bigger job than the host. I'm not oh, saying that true. in your case, but <laughs> but you know, when you do see these, you have to think there's a cameraman filming that somewhere. I know, and our guy Greg is so fit. I mean. And he's, he calls himself the hoofer because he loves it when he gets to ride. But sometimes he has to get off and, like, hike up, you know, to some hill so he can get a higher shot. And he really puts in some miles. Yes, he does. Yeah. He's not always happy about it. No, I bet. <laughs> I bet. All right, so that's, that's Hawaii. So you can ride in a, in a volcano while your husband's out checking out the bikinis on the beach, basically. <laughs> that's what we're talking about here. Um, See, I'm, I am a horse husband. I know how it goes. <clears throat> so the other one that I really place, Ireland and Scotland, are the two that, you know, I just want to get to so bad. 
Oh my gosh, and there's so many great options in both of those, especially Ireland. Ireland is, I mean, it's called the land of the horse, but it really is. There's so many great places to ride. I've been, I mean, I've been all around the country twice now, driving and just stopping and riding every day. <laughs> so there are definitely a lot of choices. And as you know, I mean, you can you can go with the horse husband and sit at the pub or play golf or, uh, or you know, both. take a little... Yeah, or both. <laughs> or um, Bring of Carry is great because it's so beautiful down there, and, you, you know, a lot of people do golf and, and then just go into the towns. They have all these cute, you know, shops and pubs, and, and there are all these beautiful scenic drives. So while, you know, your spouse or me or whoever else is riding, you can, you can go off and do something else. And then you meet at the end of the day, you enjoy dinner together, you enjoy your breakfast, so it's not like you're totally apart from the other person. And then you can also add on to your trip so that you – you know, after your riding is done, you may want to do something else, like go into Dublin or, or something else like that. So Ireland's great, and Scotland has awesome places. You should go to Blair Castle, by the way. Yes, the, uh, we, we talked about that one before, didn't we? Yeah, uh, we filmed it in our Scotland episode. They have the Highland Ponies. Oh, yeah. Are, I, I mean, they're not intimidating. They're so fun, and they go faster than you think they would. So I really... Are they the ones so with the beautiful. long manes? They have they have bushy mane. Yep. Um, they're stout. You know, mine was like riding a barrel. I think you said <laughs> and walked funny for a couple of days, huh? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but you're at this beautiful castle in Scotland, and you can ride up in in to the you know the Highlands, and it's it's just a magical experience. So yeah, you you can't go wrong with either of those places, Glenn. Well, cool. All right. Very good. And where can they find out about the other cool places that you can bring your horse husband or your non-horsey kids uh, uh, when, when you want to take that, that equestrian vacation? Well, we've got video clips and tips and, you know, everything else on equitrekking.com and equitrekkingtravel.com. And I really like the Equitrekking Travel site. If you're looking at taking an equestrian vacation, I highly recommend it. It's so easy to use, and you've covered everything from what to pack to, you know, what to prepare for. You could tell when that site was built, it was built by somebody who's taken many, many, many equestrian <laughs> travel trips. That's so, why we did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it was very, very well done there, Darley. Thanks, Glenn. All right, good. Well, we'll have you back again soon. Thanks, Darley. Well, thank you to Darley for joining us. We really appreciate her taking time out of her busy travel schedule to join us here on a regular basis and give us the the travel equestrian vacation tips. It's uh, She's a truly unique one in the world to do those tips, and we appreciate her being here and being involved. Well, you can also hear all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. There's quite a few now. And we will be back tomorrow with another new expert and another new horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone.